Welcome to the Daily Flow. Hi everyone, welcome to the Daily Flow. Wouldn't know a cycle time scatter plot if it hit you on the head? Well, let's talk about some of the charts and measures that go along with using Kanban. Imagine you're playing the online simulation uh, called Twig. You can find Twig for free at analytics.actionableagile.com forward slash twig. It will show you a nice, simple Kanban simulation with lots of columns. Starts with an options column, kind of like a backlog. And then there's a red column with sub-columns of active and finished. So the finished column acting as a queue really for the next state, which is blue, which also is active and finished. And then there's a green finishing state and then a done column. So imagine you have Kanban board like that, backlog column, three active states, two of them with some sub columns, which include active and finished to indicate queuing. And we've got a team of seven people doing the work. And so the team is not as cross-functional as we would like, but they're not so bad. They can do each other's work. They're just not as good, good at doing each other's work. So when we roll the dice, so to speak, for each of these people doing the work, they're very good at doing work in their own color. But when they do work in a different color, they're not as good. So it might be one to six on your own color, but half the roll of the dice rounded down zero to three in a different color. So on a workflow, you can have a started point and a finished point. You need to have at least one. In this case, in the twig simulation, the started point is between the options column and the first active state, the red column, the border between options and red. And the finished point is the border between the last active column, the green column, and the done state. And so when we're measuring how long things take, we'll be looking at the cycle time. And because we've only got one started point and one finished point in this workflow, we're going to say the cycle time is between the border of options to red to the border between green and done. When you start playing Twig, it starts on day 43. And the idea is that you're taking over from another team. The story that I usually tell is that this other team that could be better. Maybe they had some bad luck. I don't know. But we're going to have a look at some of their measures. And so just, just imagine we're looking at a cycle time scatter plot, because a lot of you are listening because you want to understand what a cycle time scatter plot is all about. And typically what you'd have in a cycle time scatter plot is you'd have calendar time across the bottom. And then on the vertical axis, you've got the cycle time. In other words, in this case, how long did it take to get from options to done? And when you start the game, it kind of reverse engineers the dates. So back from today's date, it would pick a number of days back that two items were delivered on that day and they both took 10 days. So in the cycle time scatter plot, the, the calendar at the point of the, that, that day when the work was delivered, there would be a dot with the number two on it 
indicating the at 10 on the vertical axis indicating that the cycle time for two items on that day was 10. Imagine then after that, there was another item delivered a few days later. It had the same cycle time. So you could almost draw a ruler across the page as another dot on the calendar line across at the same cycle time. But then after that, there was another item. It took a bit longer. It took 11 days. And there was another few items actually it took 13 days. And then things went a little bit crazy. The cycle time went to more recently, 16, 18, 19, 20 days. So a lot of people have suffered during the pandemic crisis, including my own family. So I don't mean to make little of it. But one thing that I think a lot of people understand now or it would be reading a graph. So when you look at a graph and you see that it's going up, there's some graphs when they go up, they're kind of good because... If you're delivering lots of stuff, throughput, if you've got lots of throughput, if you're delivering lots of stuff into the done column, when that graph is going up, that's that's a good thing, I think, if hopefully for delivering the right stuff, as long as we're not delivering the wrong stuff. But if cycle time is going up, that's not a good thing. In, in this case, for this particular team, their trend line that you can draw on a graph using a tool, or you can use some kind of Excel spreadsheet or whatever. In this case, if I use say 85th percentile, the graph is going up kind of like at the start of wave one of coronavirus. So uh, we kind of know already that the cycle times are getting worse. And if we check in next week, they might be worse again. So when people ask us, when will it be done? Answering that question gets really tricky for a single item as the as the weeks progress with this particular trend. There's something else that's very interesting about a cycle time scatter plot. It's not just about plotting cycle times across a calendar line, the height of the, the dots representing the cycle time. It's not just about that. You can also just draw a ruler up a page and where 50% of the dots are at that line or below, we call that the 50 percentile. In other words, in the past, our cycle times, 50% of our cycle times were at that cycle time or less. So for example, in my twig simulation, 70% of my cycle times are 13 days or less. And let's say, I don't know, I'm just making this up, 50% uh, was a lower number than that. But what you can do is you can keep drawing the ruler up the page, and then you can get to this, the 85th percentile, the 95th percentile. You'd rarely talk about the 100 percentile because that's like saying what happened in the past is what's going to happen in the future. And so if you had the 95th percentile and there was a cycle time above that 95th percentile, that's indicating that that's one of the 1 in 20 items that takes longer than the 95th percentile cycle time. Most people use the 85th percentile when they're setting expectations. If I start a new item, let's 18 days or less based on the work that we've done in the past. Obviously, if there's something the size of an elephant, it's not going to be done in 18 days or less. I talked about that in another episode. You might do something like right-sizing where you look at the item and you might say, when you start an item, you kind of ask yourself, well, does this feel like one of these items that we do in 18 days or less? If it doesn't feel like that, maybe we need to break that item down. So what you can do on a cycle time scatter plot, there's lots of information you can get. You can actually get cycle time trends. You can also see throughput there because every one of those dots on the second time scatter plot that you plot is throughput because an item got to done. You can also see for a single item what your service level expectation could be based on the data. You can start with a guess when you don't know, when you don't have enough data, you can say, well, we think we deliver in 15 days or less. When the data comes in, you might be able to see actually we can deliver in 18 days or less, 85% of the time. So the cycle time scatter plot, there's a lot of information you can glean from it.
But cycle time is kind of, depending on the time horizon you're looking at, but for me, it's kind of like a lagging indicator because you don't get the plot on the cycle time scatter plot of a cycle time until it hits to the finished point, which in this case is the border between the green column and the done column, basically getting into done on, on the tweak simulation. So that's the cycle time scatter plot, very simple chart. A lot of people don't care about cycle times. They say, well, yeah, the cycle times are getting longer, but we're, we're just all, we're focused on delivery here. So that's fine. You can do the throughput run chart. And so the throughput run chart will show when we delivered stuff. And again, you would have the calendar going across the horizontal axis, the vertical axis would have the number of items that were delivered on that day. So when you start playing Twig, it will show you back a certain number of days that we delivered two items on that day. And then it, show, it would show we delivered nothing. And then we delivered one item. And then, then nothing, and nothing again. That might've been a weekend. We use calendar time on these charts. So if you want to net out weekends, maybe use time units of weeks or months so that you don't see the going to zero at the weekend. But then in this case, for example, imagine you had, they delivered one a couple of days, but they had gaps with zero in between and then zero troop then for another few days. And then it's like a roller coaster. Yay, they delivered more work again. And then it went back down to zero, say, and then back up to one, back down to zero, back up to one, back down to zero for nearly a week. And then, yay, back up to two. So if I was working with this team, I mean, they are delivering stuff, to be fair. Their throughput is mostly zero. Some days it's one and some days it's two. If I was to use a Monte Carlo probabilistic forecast, because that most of their throughput is zero on a given day, it's in the, the forecast isn't going to be that reliable. So we might need to improve the flow of this team in order to have to be able to better use this. It's not very predictable either, I would say. Okay, there's some there's some bit of a rhythm that they're delivering two items every week or so, but it seems that the gap between delivering two items is getting longer and longer. So cycle times are getting longer. Throughput trend is a bit all over the place can't really plan on this basis. So even the throughput for a situation like this wouldn't be very desirable. There's another chart called cumulative flow diagram. So cumulative flow diagram, if you have used the twig simulation, you can turn off the show date control if you want to. And what you do, again, is calendar across the bottom axis. And the vertical axis is the number of items that you're delivering. And so at the very start, the done color, say, imagine it's navy blue, the done color would be zero because you didn't deliver anything for quite a while. And then the, let's say the team delivered two items, so it jumps up two, and then it kind of stays flat until they deliver more, so they delivered one more item, say, and then went flat again. So it's kind of following the throughput run chart you can see that the, the done work is accumulating, a cumulative flow term, it's accumulating on the diagram and it continues to go up. But recently it looks like, on the Twig game when you started, recently it looks like our, our flow is much stronger. So instead of having long gaps where they delivered nothing, they delivered a lot in one day and, and then they had a gap of a day and they still delivered a bit again. So a bit more delivery than, than before. But what you can do is on a cumulative flow diagram, you can look at the slope of the uh, the done work the top of the done profile and the slope of that line so your average throughput basically or your average delivery rate and equally you can have all the different states in between all the in progress states in twig you've got the the red the blue and the green and you can the thickness of each bar in between indicates the amount of work in progress and that gives you uh, an indication so usually when you start the game there's 
you know there's a lot of work in progress in this case when you start the games eight items in progress on a given day and also if you look backwards from a given day you can see that for example that normally when you start the game the approximate average cycle time would be 15 days and it's an approximate average because we don't know if you finish the items in the same order that you started them we don't even say it's an average it's like an approximate average Having a thick line in your uh, cumulative flow diagram for the work in progress, that's something you, you try to kind of thin out over time if you see a thick line, because if you've got lots of items in progress, it's an indication that your cycle time is might, might, might go long and might get longer. It's all relative, of course, and context is everything. But the slope of the top line from the white when you load up twig the first time you load it up, and the, the first in progress column, if you like, the slope of that line is the arrival rate. And so the trick is, can you get work to go out of the system at the same rate as the work is coming into the system? An exception to that would be probably when you start the twig game, because when you start the twig game, it's got a lot of work in progress. So if you just keep, okay, they're delivering work and all that, but the amount of work in the system would still be quite high. So often it's a good idea to bleed down the system, but not take any new work in for a while until the system gets under control and then you start bringing work in. And then once you once your throughput is getting predictable then, if you're delivering one to two items per day, then maybe you should be thinking about bringing in one to two items per day. But while the system's all clogged up, on Monday I'll be talking about maybe sometimes you need to turn off the tap actually to let the system get into some kind of state of normality where everything isn't getting older in the system. So the cumulative flow diagram, very useful diagram, but often you should really just look at the, the data horizon that you're worried about. So you might only be worried about a latter end of the of the graph, in which case you can just draw a little rectangle on it on twig. It'll kind of narrow it down. And so what I can see actually for the time horizon that I've selected when if I pick a rectangle uh, in, in the calendar area on the analytics, it'll, in this case, for example, imagine it's, the throughput, the delivery rate is 0.57 items per day and the arrival is the same. So they are actually bringing in work at the same rate as well, the work has been delivered. Uh, but maybe, I don't know, maybe they should think about not taking in any work for a while. So that's the cumulative flow diagram. There's another chart then, which is a really valuable chart. It's the work out of aging chart known as the aging work in progress chart. And it looks like a set of traffic lights, but actually when you, so sometimes when you turn it on, it doesn't show up. So because if the if the traffic lights are all turned off, if you don't turn on the pace percentiles in the graph, you won't see the traffic lights. But if you pick select all and then just turn them on, you will see traffic light colors. So where do, where do these colors come from? And what, the, what are they all about? Well, if you remember from the cycle time scatter plot, we said the 70th percentile, 70% 70 of the cycle time dots were below or at or below 13 days or less. So that line gets translated onto the workout imaging chart. Also, the 85th percentile gets plotted across. So the information is coming across 18 days or less, 85% of the time, 19 days or less, 95% of the time. The way this works, it's not often it's not clear when you load up the game because there's a deep green color and there's a lighter green color, which in a lot of the cases is only obvious on the penultimate column. So up to the up 50 percentile is deep green, but you might have a case where the 50 percentile and the 70 percentile are actually the same. So in some cases, you'll only see the 70 percentile showing on the last column. So in other words, if the item is an item in that column and it's not older than 13 days, then it's, it's okay because that's normal for an item to be 13 days or less, 70% uh, of the time. But when it goes over the 70th percentile to the 85th percentile, it starts going yellow. 
So imagine there's an item in there that's yellow, an item that's 15 days old, when actually items are out of there in 13 days or less, 70% of the time. So this item is a little bit late. It might be okay. There might be a good reason for it, but it's it's good to kind of pay attention to that. If you do have daily meetings in your daily meeting to say, well, what do we need to do? Do we need to kind of ring somebody? Do we need to send an email? Are the people that we're depending on, are they aware? Is it us? Are we, you know, sometimes people don't realize they're holding themselves up. But if, the, if it goes over the 85th percentile, it goes into the amber zone. And if it goes over the 95th percentile, it goes into the red zone. So the last column is kind of clear because is translating the percentiles from the cycle time scatter plot. But the system in learns, it know it understands also how long work would normally take to get through the previous columns. And you don't need to be a genius to figure out that there's a kind of a staircase that if you have the green column, the last column, it's kind of reasonable that something would finish in the blue finished column before the green column, because that's earlier in the flow, it's earlier in the workflow. So that's why it looks like a bit of a staircase. And what's really interesting about this is that you might be looking at an item, say, in the blue column, blue active, and you might say, well, it's 10 days old, and so that's fine. But actually, it's not fine, because for that column, maybe it should have been out there between seven and eight days old. But there it is, stock is 10 days old. So what I ask teams to do when they're looking at their flow, the most, if they only will look at one chart, I ask them to look at the work item agent chart. And I ask the team to try and zap items that are in the red. And when they've got all the items zapped in the red, can they zap the items in the amber? And when they're finished with those, can they zap the ones in the yellow? And when everything's in the green, you've got more flexibility about in terms of which items you want to be focusing on today. But when, I, when work is aging, you really need to be paying attention to that. Because if you're not paying attention to your work item aging, when these items eventually finish, if these items go red in progress, when they eventually finish, they're going to have really bad cycle times. And so our cycle time scatter plot is going to continue to get. And so that's not good because eventually if your cycle times keep going up, it's kind of natural to conclude that eventually your throughput might start weakening, might start coming down. And when it does start coming down, it's kind of, it's not too late, but it's quite late and it takes a while to recover. So how do you recover? Try to maybe reduce your work in progress so that you can finish what you're doing, get the system kind of cleaned down. When it's in order, then you can bring new items in. And you might even be delaying some urgent items from coming in as well and saying, well, you know, actually, if we just try to clear these items today, maybe tomorrow we're in a better position to bring it in because we should bring it in right now. Maybe nothing will get finished. So these are the trade-offs that people have when they're playing twig you know and what can i finish today is what items are aging aging will be the first thing of blocking is there any work that's blocked in the system can i unblock that but also you don't want the system to starve is there is the red column the blue column are they getting empty so the, then eventually the green column be empty and then you'd have a day where you don't deliver anything so you need to be really really careful there are some of the charts that are available in twig it's available for free the software that twig uses action of agile is available as a plugin as well to Jira and DevOps Azure, and it's included in Kanbanize. Well, you can also just extract data from whatever tool you're using. And in this tool, you can actually load some data up from a spreadsheet if you want to. You can just pull some data up and so on. So there are the charts in a nutshell. I hope you found that useful. Got a question for us? Leave a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash daily flow forward slash message and we'll feature it as well as provide you with an answer.